Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and helps us to maintain a more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. Help people in your life by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text message, and other technological means with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around, grow in their faith, come to God, and get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about how we can beat the devil. Again, this is the really the kind of the third section in this series. The first two tried to get across to us that we need to make up our mind to not let the devil win in our lives. And we just have to be determined. Don't let the devil win in your life. This one looks at it from a more positive kind of statement, and that is you can beat the devil. Some people say, I, I, just, I, can't, I can't stay out of sinfulness. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing that. Uh, yeah, you can with God's help, but you've got to make up your mind. You're not going to let the devil win, and you have to grab on to God's assurance that you can beat the devil with God's help. Now, the devil knows your weak spots, he knows your vulnerabilities, and he's going to hit you in all of those on an ongoing basis. But God says, I'll take care of you. God's not going to stop the devil from tempting you, but he says, I'll never let him tempt you with a temptation that is too powerful for you to overcome. I'll always make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it, that you may be able to say no. And God promises in that verse of Scripture, 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13, God is faithful. The sense is God is going to be faithful to you as long as you stay faithful to God. And that's not just a feeling. It's not just spoken words. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm faithful to God. No, you've got to live the life of faithfulness. So as long as you live the life of faithfulness to God, God's going to be faithful to you. And he's going to take care of you. And he is going to make the way for you to beat the devil. And you can be assured that you can beat the devil. The devil is real. He is your sworn enemy. He's like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Second, First Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. But in verse 9, Peter says, resist him. The sense is you can resist him. You can beat him. Stay steadfast in the faith. Walk by God's teachings consistently, and you can beat the devil. We looked at a number of texts of Scripture already that assure us that God will be there with us and for us as long as we continue to walk with him. One of the greatest, perhaps, or maybe simply one of the most straightforward as far as instruction and, and, and assurance along this line is James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And James begins in verse 7 by saying, resist, I'm sorry, he begins by saying, submit to God. And then he goes on and he follows that up by saying, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, how do I resist the devil? 
by submitting my life to God. And then James says, when you resist the devil by submitting your life to God, the devil's going to run. Isn't that a great image? The next verse, he goes on and says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. How do I do that? I've got to come to him through Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. James goes on and says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. You've got to make up your mind again. You can't be double-minded. You can't walk with the devil and walk with God at the same time. Make up your mind. Don't let the devil win in your life. Resolve in your determination. You can beat the devil with God's help, but I've got to be I've got to turn away from sin through Jesus Christ. When Peter and the rest of the apostles were asked on Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verse 37, by many of the Jewish men gathered there in that day, what shall we do? Peter had just preached a direct, scathing gospel sermon convicting them of having crucified their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so the response on the part of many was, what, what shall we do? The next verse, verse 38, Acts chapter 2, Peter said, repent. You got to come away from that sin. And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. As we come to God through Jesus, being baptized into him, the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins. And we are reborn spiritually. Ananias asked Saul of Tarsus, a tremendous enemy, at least he had been, of Jesus and of Christianity. After Saul had been confronted by the Lord, after he had been fasting for three days, praying to God, recognizing the error of his way, Ananias said, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. So James says, draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. You've got to make the commitment, the full commitment to walk with God. And then God is all-powerful. Nothing is impossible for God. Luke 1 and verse 37. God will see you through as long as you continue to walk with him in faithful obedience. In Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1, we read this. Paul's writing this to Christians. He says, you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. You see, if you're living in sin, the wages of sin is death. Romans 6 and verse 23. But now God gives you the, the opportunity to come out of that death due to sin in the rest of the verse. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, we've already talked about how to be forgiven of your sins. As you're baptized into Christ, the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses you of the guilt of your sins. And so Paul's writing to Christians who had made that transition in their life. He said he made you alive. Well, Paul talks about that in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. You become a new creation. Jesus talked about that in John chapter 3 and verse 5. 
got to be born again. And so Paul says, you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. He's saying, you're following the lead of the devil before you learned the gospel and obeyed and were baptized and you were made alive, you were born again, you were forgiven, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. We all need to recognize that we need to come out of sin. We need to repent. We need to come to God through Jesus for forgiveness and rebirth. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, Paul writes, dead in sin, in other words, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Oh, my. It's interesting when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul is speaking or writing to another congregation of Christians who had come out of sin. In verses 9 and 10, he says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Sinful lifestyles are going to keep us out of heaven. But now again, Paul's writing this to Christians. So the very next verse, he says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. <sighs> they learned that they did not have to let the devil keep winning in their life. They learned that they could beat the devil. And that's the lesson for you as well. You can beat the devil. Now, don't let him blind you to the truth of God's word, to the assurance that you can win. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning with verse 3, even if our gospel is veiled or covered up, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God, lowercase g, speaking of the devil, of this age has blinded. Now, why has he blinded them or how effectively? Who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Now, can the devil make somebody blind to the truth of forgiveness through Jesus Christ, the gospel message of salvation that he brought to mankind? Can he make them be blind to that truth? No. But if they follow his lead... They can surrender to him and become blind. There are a whole lot of people out there who insist they do not believe in God, much less believe in Jesus. <laughs> they have surrendered to the devil's lead and let themselves become blind to the truth of forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. But that's a choice. That's a choice that each individual makes. Uh, 
And so you can choose to believe that God has said, I assure you, you can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. Now this world, the Apostle John wrote in 1 John 5 and verse 19, is by and large under the sway of the devil. The Revised Standard Version says, in the power of the evil one. And Paul wrote in Philippians 3 and verses 18 and 19 that many are following the devil's lead. But again, from all of the verses of Scripture that we've already read, we could look at many, many more. That's by choice. They've given in to the devil's temptations. God assures you that if you will be faithful to him, he will be faithful to you, and he will never let you be tempted with a temptation too powerful for you to overcome with his help. He'll always make the way for you to be able to say no. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. God assures you, hands down, with his help, you can beat the devil. We'll go a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to stand strong against all of the attacks of the devil against us to lead us into sin and away from you. Help us to hold on to that assurance that you give us in your word that with your help and power, we can and will beat the devil. Praise be to you, Father. Praise be to you. Please forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.